Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and my emerging drinking problem. I'm Alicia Herter. I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, Astrology Signs. We are deep diving to give you the good, the bad, and the ugly with your astrology sign. And we're going to dish about the different signs that we've dated. Let's move on into it then. Let's check in. What did we do the other day, Tara? Do you want to tell us about it? You want to talk about men I've dated? Ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho. Hey. Speaking of which. Ho. <laughs> Let's go. Oof. Okay. So, witches, you know this about me. I'm a petty bitch. So, I've been doing this thing since high school called... Dating? <laughs> called... Um, sorry. <laughs> she cut out at the end. What she meant to say is dating losers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I do this thing called a breakup versary, which is the one year anniversary of my breakup for whoever lawless hooligan I've decided I loved. Always chaotic evil. Basically. Basically. I love those chaotic evil boys. <laughs> they're mm. fun, right? They're, they're fun. And the sex is good. So what are you going to do? Anyway, so uh, I think my first breakup bursary that I ever did was, it was like a small thing I did by myself, but then my first like big breakup bursary that I invited people to have a party at my house was for my high school boyfriend. It was fun. It was fun. I had a, like a kiddie pool and we all dressed up and took pictures. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I remember that there were there's pineapple there for our vaginas because it's supposed to make your... Oh, yeah, yeah. Because that was the big thing in high school. Was, yeah. Does it change your semen taste if you eat pineapple? Mm-hmm. I don't know why we did that for a breakup bursary, though. That's kind of, like, questionable. Well, I think then... it's also for your vagina, like, the taste of your vagina also. But who's eating your vagina? At the time, usually by my breakup bursary, someone is eating my vagina, which is true now. <laughs> so so that's great. Yeah. Yesterday, we went to... It was so cold. It had Brooklyn had a snowstorm, and Alicia is such a good friend. She decided that she was going to come anyway. And we also share a breakup versary a year apart. It's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> Two days before Valentine's Day is a dramatic day for women, apparently. Yeah. So we went to the, what's, how do you say it? It's the Prospect Park Conservatory. Steinhardt Conservatory, Steinhardt, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, so we went to the Steinhardt Conservatory. We looked at plants and we took pictures and we walked around and talked about growth. Because that's what you do around plants, I guess. And then we went out for pho, which is special because it's um, Alicia and I love soup. Mm-hmm. And I love soup. And, and it's winter. And it is winter and it was so cold. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I I mean, I don't know if, if breakup versary is good for everyone, but it's one of my favorite things to do is to look back in a year and see how I've grown and, and see the kind of person I could not be with the person I thought I loved. Okay, well, dish on the pod. How have you grown in the last year? Oh, you want to hear about it? I oh, I thought we were going to do a quick check-in. Okay. So how have I grown? I think that after my most recent breakup, which was very messy and, like, I don't know, like, TMI, like, my ex-boyfriend, my most recent ex-partner was, like, not super kind to me most of the time and really, like, dug into my confidence and who I was as a person, which is the type of person I tend to date. So I think that I've gained a lot of, confidence in who I am and what I like and and like being okay with saying no being okay with saying yes Mm -hmm. being okay asking for what I want I think I also in a lot of ways realize I actually really like myself good 
It's hard sometimes. <laughs> it's hard. And most That's of my life, thing. I have not liked myself. I think that liking myself has attracted people that actually like and care about me, I think. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Because it's like when you don't like yourself, I think that sometimes you attract people. What, what brings people together the most? Hate. <laughs> like, hate. <laughs> so it's like if, if I hate me and you hate me, like, well, let's get together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if I like me and you like me, then we have a lot more to talk about, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I moved to New York City. I started a podcast. I've been, I work at a robotics studio, which is not something I thought I would be doing. So Pretty cool. She made me a cute little break anniversary gift, which was a purple <laughs> box. And inside, it had a spinning, like, little cat character to represent my beautiful darling cat, Artemis. Artemis. Who I will talk about later in today's podcast. Really? She, she comes up in the Scorpio section. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> I love her. Cats. Cats. I fucking love cats. Besides me and my mess. Mm-hmm. How are you, Ma? I'm good. I'm going to do a quick little update for Marcel. Marcel got a producer job for a feature film. Woo! Woo! We're all clapping. The whole, All of the witches are clapping. Add applause here, Marcel. <laughs> That's his favorite thing to do. <laughs> he does love it. And it's a film called Tenebrous Volness. It is a Peruvian-American film. And it's like an avant-garde, magical, realist film about menstruation. Ooh. I know. I like this. There's going to be like blood everywhere. It's going to be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And even though its crowdfunding campaign is already over, you can find out more information about Tenebrous Volness on Indiegogo. And then in my life, my brother just got engaged. Yay! Yay! More applause! Make it so loud. Make it so loud. My ears bleed. (laughs) So it's very exciting. My brother and his girlfriend have been living together for a while, and they had beautiful baby Charlotte, who was born on December 31st of last year. Our queen. Little Charlotte, our queen little Capricorn. And I'm just excited that they're willing to profess their love in a giant marriage way. You yeah. know, it's so exciting. In a very legal way. In a very legal way. With paperwork. Yeah, and they get to share like health insurance and stuff. Oh, I would love nothing more than someone to share their health insurance I know, isn't that great? And if like the relationship ever goes south, like he's entitled to pay for like child support. <laughs> So, I mean, that's great. (laughs) Making sure my niece is well taken care of on all, like, rounds. Women protecting women. Women protecting women. So I'm very happy for them. And I don't know what their plans are in terms of weddings. I think they wanted to do something, like, kind of small, which is the family. But congratulations, Kyle and Alyssa. I'm very excited for you both. Hey, so Marcel, like, stop listening right here. Alicia, can I I be your plus one to your brother's wedding? (laughs) Marcel, leave this in, but don't listen. So right now, the only reason it's Marcel is because he has a car, and I don't know how else to get there. Can I have Marcel's, <laughs> Marcel's car, though? Like, I can drive. I you can ask him. <laughs> you know what he's going to do? He's going to listen to this, and he's going to take his headphones off and throw them on the couch, <laughs> and then be grumpy for, like, two minutes. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to be like, oh, no, I still like you. It's just and then he'll joke. go back, and he'll put the headphones on, and he'll just be like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> Oh. It's tough. It's a doggy dog world out there for it Marcel. Is. It is. Especially for Marcel. <laughs> 
So I have to say that I'm very excited for this episode because unless I've dated the sign or am that sign, which is Scorpio, obviously don't you guys get it. Like Mm -hmm. we're obsessed with ourselves. You understand. But I have no idea about other zodiac signs. Like I don't know what their traits are. I don't know to be like, oh yeah, that's totally Aquarius. Like who are you? Who's Aquarius? When is that? It's right 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 now. now? Well, (laughs) when this airs, I think it'll be over. We'll be in Pisces. We'll be in Pisces. (laughs) And like there's 12 of them. There's 12 zodiac signs. Like I'm the like woo-woo queen of a few of my friends and I don't have any fucking clue. So I am excited to learn more about these signs and what they all entail. And I can just be like, oh, that's such an Aries thing to do. Mm -hmm. Can't wait to have all the power in my court to do that. My goal for all of you, which is listeners, which listeners, listeners, ew. (laughs) That was a gross word. Lichen? (laughs) My goal for all of you is to have the power when you're sitting on the train and your friend is telling you about like this new girl that she's seeing and she says this and that and you can like fucking side eye her and be like oh my god such a fucking cancer or just like fucking roll your eyes and be like god I can't believe this fucking Sagittarius. So really, we're just finding ways for you to hate your friends more. Right. And then when you're on OkCupid <laughs> or you're on Hinge, because sometimes it'll say like, oh, hey, like this person's a Scorpio or this person's like a fucking Aquarius. You can be like, I know exactly who I'm compatible with or I know what to kind of expect mm-hmm. if this person is an underdeveloped Aquarius or an actually highly developed Aquarius. But I also feel like if you're at the point where you're on a dating profile and you put what your sign is, that you must identify with that sign. Because if you don't feel like you identify with your sign, you wouldn't say it, right? Okay, so this is the way on OkCupid, at least, because that's the one I've used the most, Mm -hmm. is that like if you scroll down, it'll auto put in your sign sometimes. So it's like, you know, it'll be like, like this is I am a fit, five, nine, this, that, this Aquarius. I'm like, I'm a chunk five four and a half Scorpio with a cat (laughs) I don't claim the cats that my that my roommate has that's fair they find out when they get here they're like oh I'm allergic and you're like oops whoops sorry bye they're not mine (laughs) my bad so I wanted to start broad by asking the question what is the zodiac and so the zodiac is an area of the sky that extends eight degrees north or south i know i just said like a math word i'm like, dead focus, inside i can't focus. even i'm gone i know me too i like <laughs> tuned out i was like what am i saying i'm just saying words now <laughs> anyways it is an area of the sky that extends eight degrees north or south of the perceived path of the sun across the celestial sphere over the course of the year so for this imagine that space is an ellipsoidal shape so like a nice looking oval you know fancy oval a, a fancy oval i like that it's a fancy oval and so within this oval is the sun and all of the planets orbiting around it kind of makes sense kind of it's very scientific yeah. so it's hard to like visualize yeah i'm trying i'm t- I'm in the I'm in the process. Give me more. Give me more. The constellations, i.e. zodiac signs, kind of form a celestial coordinate system, which takes the ecliptic as the origin of latitude and the sun's position at vernal equinox, which is the first day of spring for you muggles, <laughs> as the latitude. Call them out. <laughs> Call them out. Bear with us. We're almost done with this part and we'll get into the fun part. Each zodiac sign constellation begins 30 degrees from each other, and the word zodiac comes from an ancient Greek word that I cannot say because I do not know Greek, but it means cycle or circle of animals. I'm glad you like that. (laughs) It's just not very often that Alicia, like, admits any kind of weakness. 
I, it was def- I think it was a strength of mine to know when to step down. It was. <laughs> you you grown, chill out. <laughs> you've grown so much in the past year. It's just been great to just watch you blossom. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Anyways, so the Greek word that I don't know, blah, blah, blah. It means circle or cycle of animals, which makes sense since it is a cycle of constellations that we go through each year and most of the zodiac signs have an animal mascot. Have I ever told you that I'm afraid of mascots? I don't think so, but it makes sense. Is it like stemmed from like a Donnie Darko kind of thing or what? It doesn't. It started before Donnie Darko. So um, my parents would take me to like Disneyland when we lived in California. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Disney World for my, my ninth birthday. And I hate the feeling when people in big costumes hug me and I can Which feel is like their job. I know it's their job to yeah. hug me. It scares me so much. It's a very like terrifying body feel to feel these mascots hug me and then I can feel the person on the inside and it's so it's like a weird skeleton because Mm -hmm. then I know there's a person in there and then it's like it extends even to the point where you know like when really big like puffy fluffy gloves were in for a while during the winter oh yeah yeah when like people would like touch me with them my heart would just like race I'm sorry that this is a triggering conversation we should put a trigger warning (laughs) mascots mascots mentioned oh I hate them what do you do at Times Square I can't look them in the eyes and the worst part about (laughs) Times Square you can't look them in their fucking animal mascot no, eyes. okay but the thing about <laughs> times square is the animal mascot like the disney like the mickey mouse Minnie mouse mascots that are in times square is they have the head on top and then there's like a little section in mickey mouse's neck it doesn't have a grate over it you can see a person's eyes have you ever been down there i've been down there but i haven't been that close to them because i don't carry cash it's like they have a super long neck and their eyes are in there and that's just like a man's eyes ew <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't like them because they're scammers. <laughs> I don't like them on the principle. It's like you should give free hugs. First time I lived in New York, I got passionately mad about this. I'm telling the story now. First time I lived in New York, I found someone at Union Square and he had a free hug sign. And so I was like, oh, sure, a free hug. And he was like, okay, let's take a picture. And so we took a picture and he was like, the hug is free. The picture costs a dollar. <laughs> And I was like, who the fuck are you? Fuck that guy. I was like, what? Fuck that guy. Let me see a contract, buddy. Like, what the fuck was that? You just run. I should have ran. I think I was more out of shape back then, though. And I didn't know New York, so I wouldn't have known where to run to. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, help me. Okay, so we're going to talk about good and bad traits of signs. And you may or may not identify with them. You may see these signs in your chart and not know what to make of them. When we talk about good traits, what we're really talking about is fully realized or developed folks. So say you're a fully developed and realized Capricorn, you have the capacity to thrive within structure. When we talk about bad traits, we're talking about underdeveloped folks, people who exist within the id. If you guys have ever taken like a psychology 101 class, people who maybe haven't confronted themselves about their behavior or cultivated a sense of awareness about themselves. If you're an underdeveloped Pisces, you may be prone to being carried away by your emotions and the stories that they tell you. That doesn't mean that you're a bad person. And if you don't identify with every trait in this list, that's okay. Go back and listen to our previous episode on planets because the sun sign is just one aspect of your entire chart. We talk about very specifically the example of a Leo born in early Leo season may be very, very different from a Leo born in late Leo season because they'll have a different moon sign or Mercury sign or the whole list of signs. There's just too many planets, you guys. There's a lot of planets. Guys, witches, we need to stop this. Yeah. But anyway, I just want to say just like fuck hetero male Virgos because that's just like how it is. So you guys are just going to have to know all that. Bye. Underdeveloped hetero male Virgos. <laughs> 
<laughs> we getting into it, guys. Okay, so we starting with Aries. Ooh, yum. Ooh. Why did I say yum? I don't know. I don't really That's know. a goat. Gross. Ew. Okay, so Aries always marks the beginning of the zodiac because it also marks the spring equinox, March 21st, which is arguably a much better time to start the new year because January 1st is in the middle of winter. It literally does not make sense. Yeah, it kind of sucks. So my favorite thing about the zodiac, besides being able to judge people on OkCupid, is that each zodiac comes with a story about why it is in within the zodiac. It's part of our constellation and every constellation sort of has these stories that we've projected onto our night sky. So the story of Aries is that Aries is identified with the golden ram that rescued... How do you say that word? I think it's Phrixus. Phrixus? Or Phrixus. Okay. So Alicia took Latin, so she's going to be my I take aid. the best guess. Because <laughs> I was going to say Prixus. No, and it that has sounds... that H in there. Yeah, I know. That's why I did an Airy P. Phrixus. Freaks in the sheets. <laughs> so Aries is identified with the golden ram that rescued some guy and took him to some place where he sacrificed the ram to the gods. The ram's skin that he placed in a temple was called the golden fleece, which later appears in the story of Jason and the Argonauts. In astrology, Aries tend to be very dynamic. They have an intense sense of speed and competition. They always seem to be the first in everything from work to social gatherings. Aries is one of the most active zodiac signs. It is in their nature to take action, sometimes before they really think about it. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Something I want to ask and bring up is about how a lot of Aries I know don't feel like they relate to Aries. And I think a lot of that has to do with them not jiving with the fire within them. They're like, oh, I should be this passionate, really forceful, go-getter person. And they're like a little more laid back. And they're like, I, I don't I don't know. That seems like too dramatic for me, mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? Okay, so my little brother is an Aries. And my whole life, Shawn Michael, who is one of my favorite people, and I cherish him and I love him. Me too. I love him. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's a very good boy, even though we used to like viciously brawl <laughs> as children. What I see often in the Aries in my life is that they often try to see themselves as Leos. Huh. <laughs> so interesting. So this is this is just a theory. This okay. is Tara just shit talking. So Aries see like all of these traits that are in Aries. They're dynamic. They're speedy. They're competitive. They take a lot of action. And they actually try to align themselves with like this idea of this hyper aggressive, proud, intense person. When I think of Aries and I like think of aggression and fire, I actually think of something that is so much quieter and exists within them. I think they have a lot of energy. I think they're high energy people. I think that the anger that comes with that actually takes a lot to build up in them. Mm. Is that they can actually, I mean, you think about rams and goats and stuff as being part of quote unquote agricultural animals that are beasts of burden and they go through a lot and they live in these herds and they can take a lot of shit that actually it takes a lot to get them there but once they're there they will fucking bunt the shit out of you right like they'll bye. just bye it's just like once they get to that point they have no problem just like coming in and defending themselves and having the confidence that they need yeah but it takes a lot to get them there mm-hmm. honestly i think and that people think of as energy and intensity as being this big loud thing I find like a quiet intensity the energy isn't gentle it's like you're very driven and you have this vision for yourself yeah and you're always kind of pointed in this particular direction and it's you're not going to be screaming and talking about how great you are and like how you're achieving 
Like that's more of like a Leo other fire sign kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what do you think? I just think Aries just comes off as so much fire and so much heat and like almost so much anger is how it's interpreted that people are like, I'm not that angry. Like I'm not an Aries. Yeah. Like I don't want to be associated with like that kind of trait. But I do think I agree with you. I think it is like a quieter intensity. Like my friend and friend of the pod, Kelly Urban, is an Aries, but she's never really felt like she's identified with it. But it's also like when Kelly's on you know who's fucking in charge yeah like you absolutely know and you are not questioning it for a second Mm -hmm. like she takes control really well she's not yelling or anything like she doesn't have to like assert her authority to an extent where you're like wow bitch you know yeah but she's on top of her game she's in control she's in the zone and she's just like there to do it which I think kind of has like a flame of its own I think a lot of Aries feel at home in leadership roles I don't know if they necessarily grab for them immediately but once they're in there it's like they make some of the best leaders that I yeah, know I agree mm-hmm. I like that and then so famous Aries if you're like I don't fucking know an Aries in my life so let's look at famous people who are Aries we have Lady Gaga Chance the Rapper Kira Knightley Reese Witherspoon Emma Watson Diana Ross which happy birthday to you happy birthday <laughs> And for saying happy birthday to yourself at the Grammys was phenomenal. Good job. Good job. She is perfect. Kourtney Kardashian, Jackie Chan, Elton John, Mariah Carey, Fergie, my friend Kelly Urban, of course, and my first ex. Woof. Woof. So this is, we're getting into it. Doing it. Our transition. Transition for days. Transition for days. So honestly, like during our relationship, he didn't seem too much like an Aries. Like I didn't get that like fire vibe from him. Just like a lot of things didn't go according to plan for him. And I broke up with him. And we had like the messiest breakup, to be fair. And most of it was probably my fault. Not probably. Most of it was my fault. That's fair. I can admit that. And the like residual anger and fire from that has kind of showed how he's more of an Aries. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, like, I did not see and did not know at the time. But he was my first boyfriend. Like, I was going to say my first kiss. He was my first kiss Mm because I'm a dirty, nasty hoe. (laughs) You're such a (laughs) slut. (laughs) But, you know, he was, like, the first guy I had sex with and all these things. And, like, I have a lot of respect for him and whatnot. But our relationship definitely was not healthy and something that he has had to and I mean we had the messiest breakup to be fair and it's something he's just had to deal with a lot the years after our breakup and just like in a lot of unhealthy ways not like drug unhealthy but like emotionally unhealthy mm-hmm. so not the only Aries I've dated have you dated in the Aries I've never dated an Aries I mean I've dated a couple Sagittarius but I make a point to stay away from fire signs generally that's been my rule. That's a good rule. Because we they make awesome friends. Yeah. Like my favorite people in the world are Leos and Aries. But to date them, we just like do not go together. Yeah, that makes sense. But who I will fucking date is a fucking Taurus. Okay, so Taurus, next. Next. <laughs> Moving on, baby. So the sun transits in Taurus from about April 21st to May 21st. And a cute name for people born in Taurus is Taurans. Yeah. Is that how you say it? It's Taurians or Taurians. I don't know. Taurians? Okay, so. But it is cute. I like it. (laughs) In history, Taurus was the first established sign of the Zodiac dictated by the ancient Mesopotamians. So you are a part of a large and rich culture. True. Witches. Who called it the Great Bull of Heaven because it was the vernal equinox constellation at the time. Now keep in mind, the Mesopotamian calendar was primarily lunar versus our Gregorian calendar, which focuses on Earth's revolution around the sun. So... Astrologically, Taurans are known for being reliable, practical, ambitious. 
consensual. Ooh, la la. Ooh, yikes. Okay, so they also tend to have an eye for beauty. But beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so that varies between Torrens. Whether physical pleasures or material comforts, Torrens don't mind going the extra mile to indulge in the things that make them happy. They strive to be connoisseurs of good food and good life. They love seeing a project that they've worked on make it to completion. These are my favorite things about them. Torrens are known for being generous, dependable, down-to-earth, patient, independent and persistent but you gotta be real torrents tend to be stubborn self-indulgent kind of lazy materialistic possessive and frugal yikes i mean that's what you get though when you're a connoisseur of life and food like that sounds pretty materialistic and a little possessive and self-indulgent kind of reminds me like when i think of people born in the sign of taurus there's like this little part of me that like is reminded of like the god What's it called? Dionysus? Dionysus, yeah. Yeah. Good job. Like, <laughs> like he's, he lays around and hangs out with grapes and beautiful women and drinks lots of wine. And like, that's what I think that's of. That's their dream. I know. You fucking nailed it. Thinking of like every tourist in my life. And that's like probably, maybe not wine, maybe actually mushrooms. But like. Yeah, I mean, drugs. But, you know, <laughs> they just want a bunch of Molly to do all the time. So anyway. Famous Torrance, Torians at us, guys, just at us. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, George Lopez, John Cena, Dev Patel, Iggy Pop, Penelope Cruz, Gal Gadot, Donatella Versace, George Clooney, Gigi Hadid, Enrique Iglesias, <laughs> who I love, I love him. Oh my God. Travis Scott, baby daddy to Kylie Jenner, and <laughs> Black China, baby mama to Robert Kardashian. So quick aside, my whole reason for going into this, my second reason besides I I wanted to educate myself on all the signs is because I actually want to map out the Kardashian-Jenner empire and see what signs and how they've interacted to create the success that they have. It's like a research paper to me. (laughs) She's writing her second thesis. She's getting a second master's degree. So... Alicia, have you ever dated a Taurus? No. Have I fucked one? I don't know. I don't but I know. haven't dated one. <laughs> <laughs> I've only dated four people, so this is going to be really easy on my end. <laughs> Oops. Okay, Oops. so long story. I lost my basic kind of halfway virginity to a Taurus. And while I do cover all of our photos together with pictures of Obama and stacks of money. because the stacks of money are great, guys, though. We'll post that on Instagram. Because so I don't know if you identify with this, but like once I decide to hold a grudge, I hold it forever. That's how the first breakup anniversary started. <laughs> so the first time that we had sex, he like sang and performed a song for me. He also texted a lot of people that the eagle has landed. So <laughs> there's like, there's such a, I feel like also like, like a performative aspect. I think this just who he is honestly. I, think, I think that they're that, I love him but I think that's just who he is okay but so like one of my favorite people in the world Moeen he's mm. also a Taurus and I think he has like this this like performance of love and affection like he understands like like wanting to spoil people mm-hmm. he, he wants to spoil people and I think a lot of Taurans like really want to overindulge themselves but like also like gift gift that overindulgence to other people that makes sense and I'm not gonna say the name of the song Let's talk about crazy ass motherfucking Gemini. Okay, y'all need to calm down because my mom, Tammy, that the podcast loves apparently, is also a Gemini. Who's at Disney right now? She's at Disney. That Tammy? That Tammy. Two-Face motherfucking didn't bring me to Disney. Who's taking, like eating all the appetizers because they're the cheapest things on the menu at Disney? <laughs> All of them? When anyway. she said this is dinner, I assumed she was eating the guacamole and chips and the ceviche and all that shit. <laughs> so I'm like, that Tammy. So Gemini, which are people from approximately May 21st to June 21st. 
Gemini is represented by the twin half-brothers Castor and Pollux of ancient Greek and Roman mythology. Together they are known as the Dioscuri. Their mother was Leda, but Castor was the mortal son born of the king of Sparta, while Pollux was the product of one of Zeus's infamous nuttings. Ew, gross. Right? I hate that it's called that. I know, right? In this one, Zeus turned into a swan to seduce Leda. So it's that one. If anyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing about that at some point. So essentially, the TLDR version, which this is still a long version of the story, is that Castor and Pollux had eyes on two women that two of their male cousins had already been betrothed to. So what do men in history do when they don't get their fucking way they kidnap the two women each had a son with their respective lady captive friend (laughs) and obviously the cousins wanted revenge kind of makes sense you know yeah fucking okay privilege white men (laughs) sure this feud went on for fucking years. It started with a cattle raid where Castor and Pollux were duped. And several years later, Castor and Pollux tried to free the enemy's cattle, meaning their cousin's cattle, but they were caught. Castor was killed from a fatal wound from his cousin's spear, and then Pollux killed that cousin. The second cousin was about to kill Pollux, which I thought he was immortal, but that's not where the story is saying. <laughs> I don't know. But then Zeus sent down a thunderbolt, killing that cousin and saving Pollux. So the immortal one is alive and the mortal one is dead. So Zeus then gave Pollux a choice. He could either stay in Mount Olympus with Zeus for all of eternity, living all of the riches and whatnot, or he could give half of his immortality to Castor. Pollux chose the latter, and that allowed for the twins to be reunited and then alternate their time between Olympus and Hades together. Which is kind of cute. Oh, brothers. Brothers. It was like a real bromance. So that's why you get like the two-faced Gemini astrology thing. Mm-hmm. So in astrology, Geminis love to talk and interact with others and are normally very sociable people. Most are versatile, lively, quick-witted, and enthusiastic people whose company is rarely boring so they're good traits they're easygoing witty and humorous and intellectual they're bad traits lack of consistency superficial and of course known as being two-faced so who exemplifies this more than any other person our first famous gemini kanye west Ooh, woof. oh no who i love but trouble we understand he's canceled We canceled him in like the second episode, you guys. I know, but I still listen to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and I cannot help it. (laughs) That album is perfect. So anyways, Kanye West, the current president of the United States, Paul McCartney, Morgan Freeman, also the current vice president of the United States, Kendrick Lamar, Anderson Cooper, Angelina Jolie, Olivia Spencer, Helena Bonham Carter, Venus Williams, Rudy Giuliani, and Marco Rubio. (laughs) With his tiny hands. With his tiny hands. <laughs> Which is interesting because Geminis are known as being such great communicators that a lot of these people, barring Kanye West, who kind of thinks of himself as a political person, but there are a lot of politicians mm-hmm. in this. And it's just because they're just known. I mean, that's not just because, but Geminis are known as being great communicators. So it makes sense that a lot of these politicians would be Geminis, especially who kind of like flip flop between what they say and what they do. Right. I remember seeing that list that was about the zodiac signs of famous murderers and like a lot of them were gemini's and virgos yeah so a lot of famous murderers were gemini's including jeffrey dahmer mary bell david berkowitz richard chase so yeah it was like gemini's virgos and sagittarians were the top three which i think there were more virgos on that facebook meme list 
than Gemini's. It's just interesting, I think. It's obviously not like, well, they were born a Virgo. Like, what did you expect? Like, <laughs> that's not how life works, of That's course. how you deserve to be, like, so the reason that you deserve to be cut up and shoved in a freezer is because you're dating a Sagittarius, mama. Yeah. Yikes. So have you ever dated a Gemini? Because I have not. I know I did. Better. I dated a Gemini for a little bit. He was he was really fun. Like, Gemini, I feel like, are really fun people. Yeah. And we actually bonded on being the two most hated signs in the Zodiac. We brought it up on our first date. I and I was that. like, we're meant to be together. Aw. Cute. It was cute. Okay, so next is Cancer, which are born between June 21st and July 23rd. Cancer is represented by the crab based on, how do you say that? Carquinos. Okay, Carquinos, <laughs> who was a giant crab that harassed Hercules during his fight with the Hydra. During the 12 labors of Hercules, as Hercules was battling the multi-headed Hydra, the goddess Hera, the queen of the gods, sent Carquinos to distract Hercules so that he'd be killed by the Hydra. But it is said that Hercules just drop kicked the crab into the sky. <laughs> According to legend, even though Carquinos lost, Hera was so grateful for his efforts that she placed this crab in the sky as a constellation. What a fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> this poor crab... Oh, dead. Okay. So funny. So cancers love home and the family. They are very sensitive, emotional, and a harmonious bunch. They are also quick to help others. They try to avoid conflict as much as possible. They may not appear on the surface to have great ambitions, yet their desires and goals are deep and profound. Their good traits are that they're very creative, they're spontaneous, they're extremely faithful, loving, emotional, and protective. But they tend to be... I feel bad. I don't want to talk about a producer like this, but they t- drag him. <laughs> they tend to be a little moody and pessimistic. Most of the cancers in my life I know can be a little bit clingy and over emotional. So, I mean, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take, for example, famous cancers, Ariana Grande. She's great. She's great. Who hoodwinked to almost marry her? Pete Davidson. What is he? A Scorpio. Oof. Oof. Easy. Done. <laughs> he was like, she's a cancer. Game over. Fuck. Got it. Check. We have Selena Gomez. We have the Dalai Lama, Khloe Kardashian, Kevin Hart, Tom Cruise, Vin Diesel, Lindsay Lohan, Meryl Streep, Margot Robbie, Mindy Kaling, Missy Elliott. This is a great group of people. Sandra Oh, Priyanka Chopra, Tom Hanks. Love it. Elon Musk, Vera Wayne, Elizabeth Warren, and of course, our sweet cancer baby producer, Marcel Perez. Put another round of applause. <laughs> But it's like, minus Lindsay Lohan kind of being a mess sometimes, they're all really great people. The Mm -hmm. fucking Dalai Lama is on that list. (laughs) Fucking, like, Malala is a cancer. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. Alicia, I have to ask you, Mm -hmm. since I have not dated a cancer of my knowing, (laughs) what is it like to date a cancer? It's pretty good. It's pretty chill. He has to say that. This is a political situation. This is a political situation. No, I, it's great. It's Love fun. it. Big penis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. A BDE. Lots of big dick energy. You know, <laughs> cancers. No, it's nice because my moon is in cancer is what we discovered mm-hmm. when we outed that on the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice. I don't know. I don't know how else to. I think that's good. Well, that I, can't... I can't explain it any further than that. I cannot imagine like two people more made for each other than water signs. I think that water signs being like emotional 
but in a way that is so harmonious with one another, right? Yeah. Like it's all very chill or And they can get they get in the deep, right? It's like yeah. you can be like super angry or super sad or super happy. It's like you don't exist within gray areas. Like mm-hmm. and that's like the kind of intensity that I adore about relationships yeah it's nice there feels like there's no censoring of anything like if one of us wants to like have an outburst like it happens and it's fine by the other person it's not like judged or anything Mm -hmm. because it's like that that other person knows that that stuff has to come out but then when you date a goddamn virgo we're not to virgo yet i'm okay fine she's ready to fucking skip (laughs) all right up next is Leo. So our little lion baby is born from July 23rd to August 22nd. In Greek mythology, Leo was identified as the Nemean lion, which was killed by Hercules during the first of his 12 labors. Essentially, this lion was like a really shitty dude. <laughs> Sorry. She almost spit out her drink. That was really amusing. <laughs> She likes my commentary. He'd take women as hostages to his lair to lure out warriors from nearby towns and then kill the men. So the lion was impervious to all weaponry, which is why Hercules ended up killing the lion with his bare hands. So he kills the lion, frees the maidens, all's good, and moves on to, what, 11 more fucking challenges. Hercules! Hercules! Because life was just hard for him. So in astrology, Leos are known to be strong and courageous in the lifestyles and expressions. Very creative people. They are also independent and dominant. Known to be the most authoritative of the signs. They often have brave hearts and their confidence and positive thinking are unparalleled. They love... To be in the limelight and the center of attention. Oh, you Leo's listening. You know. Yeah, you know. You can try and hide it. You can't really, though, because we all (laughs) fucking see you. So good traits, kind, energetic, straightforward, and loyal. Kind of bad traits, headstrong, egotistic, possessive, impatient, and arrogant. Some famous Leos in history. Mr. Barack Obama. You might have heard of him. I don't know. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence and Jennifer Lopez. Daniel Radcliffe, and of course, the character Harry Potter. Madonna, J.K. Rowling, Chris Hemsworth. Oof. Oof, sorry. Steve Carell, Mick Jagger, Roger Federer, Steve Martin, Soldier Boy, Maya Rudolph, Terry Crews, Tony Bennett, Tom Brady, pick your favorite, Meghan Markle, and Colin Dillon Sprouse. Do you remember when they were on Tumblr for a while? They were at a UCLA party at one point. They like randomly crashed a party of ours because they were driving by like from Beverly Hills. And they saw that there was a party going on and they just came and crushed it. It was the weirdest experience of my life. Everyone's wasting being like, oh my God, Dylan and Cole Sprouse are here. And I was like, I don't have shit to say to them. I didn't I didn't like their TV show. Yeah, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Like, what the fuck shit was that? Did they do anything after that? Oh. No. <laughs> that was definitive. <laughs> no. Nothing. Got nothing. Nothing of weight or like leverage in this world. Probably. I've got nothing. So I've never dated a Leo. Have you dated a Leo? Fuck, I don't think I've knowingly dated a Leo, but I feel like a Leo and I would have an amazing dating career until the very end. Oh, yeah. I think we would implode. Okay. But I I think I would love it. You would love it even though they're more attention-seeking? I think that I need a. I have a hard time dating people that do not have as large of egos as I do. I have like a very big ego, <laughs> even though I am very small, small, <laughs> tiny, minuscule. Some might say, 
But I think that she's basically like a little garden gnome. I think that I have a very large ego, even though I have like low self-esteem. I find it hard to date people that have very small egos or don't often or try to make my ego smaller. Yeah. If I could date a Leo that has like a lot of fire and has a big personality that could, I don't know, harmonize with my big personality, I think we would do really well. Aside has a leo moon which is why mm-hmm. i think that we get along really well oh. it's because he has like a big fiery undercurrent then he's a libra on top which is like i can dominate you and destroy you good but then like that undercurrent of like he'll be like you like me and i'll be like why are you yelling and he's you're like so loud like, you're a, you i'm amazing and i'll be like okay sure maybe okay, whatever sit down. you want sit down. we're at the olive garden will you buy me more food <laughs> he'll be like yes yes and you're like, ha, 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 I tricked you. Keep it in, Marcel. <laughs> now it's law. <laughs> okay, bleep out, the, bleep out the part where I say his name. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> Okay, so. This is your favorite sign because you keep mentioning it so much. So why don't you tell us a little about Virgos? Yeah, okay. All right. We, we, okay, we can do this. Okay, so <laughs> Virgos, as you all know, and as I know very well, are born between August 23rd to September 22nd. Sorry, I'm trying to embody the personality of you really sounded like my father for a second i was very confused i was like oh shit did his call come through (laughs) so the symbol of virgo or the maiden which is also known as the virgin is based in greek mythology the maiden astria was the virgin goddess of justice innocence purity and precision as they can precisely stick their dagger right into your heart (laughs) (laughs) So Astria was the last immortal to abandon Earth when the gods fled to Olympus, which is why she and the Virgos are associated with Earth. Astrologically, Virgos are said to be very sincere and caring to a fault towards their families, friends, and loved ones. However, they are also worriers and naggers, especially if you're dating them. Sorry, naggers who can be overly critical. Women apologize too much. Stop saying sorry. Ah. (laughs) overly critical with most ideas things and situations they are perfectionists and great organizers which is why they have a certain set of rules that they follow and expect others to adhere to anyway so good good traits they're meticulous intelligent extremely practical analytical and kind of modest sometimes so the bad traits Leave it all in, Marcel. The bad traits is that they are overly critical, kind of fussy, conservative, and very judgmental. Famous Virgos include, and I mean, some of these are like really great people. I only chose great people, guys. That's the <laughs> that's the trick. Yeah, she's good. Beyonce, the queen Beyonce is a Virgo. So we have to accept that into our lives at this moment. I'm working on it in therapy, okay? Okay. I can see her wheels turning right now. Like she's thinking about it. Jimmy Fallon, Keanu Reeves, Salma Hayek, Bill Murray, Sophia Loren, Gene Simmons, Arnold Palmer, Trixie Mattel. See? Oh, ah, ah, I got I can see it in now. her. I, got I can see it in her, yeah. There we go. Reggie Miller, Dave Chappelle, Idris Elba, Army <laughs> Hammer, <laughs> Louise Guzman, no, I mean, I mean Taraji P. Henson, and Ludacris. Luda. Okay. Have you ever dated a Virgo? Sorry, say it to me again because I was like, I was trapped in the history of my life. Miss Terakek. Oh, me? Oh. Have you ever dated a Virgo? I, I dated a Virgo for a really long time. 
And he gave me such a complex. And I really don't want to drag him too much because I was really shitty to him and he was really shitty to me. But he was very obsessed with control. Mm -hmm. Control and sort of like molding me into a particular vision that he had. Oh, God, I feel so bad like dragging this person because I have a huge complex about him. But he was one of the most judgmental persons I've ever met. He was always like dissing my friends and like telling me what to do and what was correct. He didn't like me. Which is like fucking red flag number one. And like he used to tell me this thing whenever I was upset. He would say to me, Tara, I'm just waiting for you like a little baby to poop and fall asleep. As if every time I was upset, I was just being fussy because I had to poop my emotions out, I guess. And then I'd get over it. And like... He judged the way that I dressed. He judged the way. I don't even think that's how babies work. It's not. (laughs) It's like you don't even know what babies. I think babies just poop and they like live their lives. Like that's it. It's like he he was kind in many ways, but always in practical ways. Well, he was very boring to me. So he was very boring. But I work with a lot of Virgos and I think that I get along really well with a lot of like friend Virgos. Mm -hmm. But the second that it's like a hetero male Virgo, I'm like, we do not mesh well. Yeah. So that makes sense. Did you date a Virgo? I dated a Virgo. Holy shit, I didn't see that until just now. I added it because I was like, oh shit, I did. I only dated a Virgo for a month and that was the first time I lived in New York City and it was basically because I had to leave and go back to undergrad in Indiana. So I was like, okay, time to go. But he was actually very sweet. He was much older than I was. I was 21. On my last day here, he actually turned 30. So I started my period on his birthday and I was like, happy birthday, I'm not pregnant. That was his birthday present. (laughs) He was like, great, let me log that in my day planner. Exactly. But he was very sweet and I was running out of money like so hard and he always offered to pay and always like made food for me and like I was joking about like being his sugar baby at the time and he was like, you can't be my sugar baby, but you can be my food baby. Like I'll buy you food. I'll be your food daddy. And I was like, you're so sweet. And now he's happily married. It's still in Brooklyn. He has a kid and he's just really nice. Yeah, that was it. That was my one experience dating a Virgo. Nice, sweet, one month. It was over. Well, that's really nice. I'm, I'm happy that for you. That was very nice. You know, take it or leave it, I guess. <laughs> Hi, it's me, your sweet baby boy producer, Marcel. So we all got together and made a decision to split this episode into two parts, considering how absolutely stocked this recording was. So in two weeks, you will get the second part, which will include the other six Zodiacs. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast, or share it with all of your friends, because hey, this is a good show, and every episode, maybe we're getting closer to getting sponsors or something. I'm now going to end this episode by thanking our hosts, Alicia and Tara, Mallory Porter, our creative director, Kevin McLeod for the use of our theme song Spellbound, and myself for editing and producing this podcast. And now that rap music is starting because I control that. Thank you. Thank you.